Hello, everybody, and welcome to Shark's Pond, a South Park podcast. I am your host, Bill. One of the more controversial stories in the news of at least the last 10 years has been the killing of Trayvon Martin and the not guilty verdict of George Zimmerman. I remember where I was the night that the jury had reached a verdict, had reached the decision. I was at my friend's house. It was me, my friend, and a a friend of ours. We were in the basement. We were just playing games. So I get a thing on my phone of, you know, the jury had reached a verdict. And, you know, I was like, oh, God, here we go. And then you and then I get another message saying that they had found him not guilty. And I was thinking to myself, oh, shit. All hell's about to break loose. Which, if I remember correctly, it did not happen. All hell did not break loose that night. But there were people who were upset with the verdict and how George Zimmerman was able to walk away a free man. So, George Zimmerman uh, is 39 years old, lives, well, honestly, I don't know where he lives. He did live in Florida, which is where the shooting of Trayvon Martin happened. So, after the trial, uh, Zimmerman's estranged wife, called 911 in 2013 to report that he had assaulted her father and was threatening her with a gun. Now, Zimmerman was not charged on that incident. In November of that year, Zimmerman Zimmerman was charged with felony aggravated assault after he allegedly pointed a shotgun at his girlfriend during a domestic violence incident. The case was later dropped. In 2015, Zimmerman was again charged with domestic assault after allegedly throwing a wine bottle at a different girlfriend. Again, the charge was later dropped. This is where it gets kind of interesting. Because on September 9th, 2014, Zimmerman was named by police in a road raid incident in which another driver, who would be named as Matthew Apperson, claimed that Zimmerman followed and threatened him. Zimmerman later claimed in testimony that Apperson approached him over a rear tire leaking air, which Zimmerman was already aware of. He had explained to Apperson before Apperson asked if Zimmerman knew he was wrong for killing that little black boy. Zimmerman lost Apperson after the two stopped at a gas station and Zimmerman drove, drove off. On May 11, 2015, Apperson shot at Zimmerman while the two were driving in separate cars on a street in Lake Mary. Zimmerman was grazed by glass and metal shards when the bullet broke through his passenger side window. 
and was stopped by the metal window frame causing minor facial injuries from flying glass and debris. Zimmerman flagged down a police officer and was taken to the hospital. Apperson maintained that Zimmerman was the aggressor and that Apperson acted in self-defense. Zimmerman also had a gun with him at the time of the incident, but Zimmerman's attorney said that George absolutely, absolutely denies having shown it, waved, displayed, pointed it. A Lake Mary police spokesperson stated that the investigation has proven that George Zimmerman was not the shooter. On May 15th, Apperson was jailed in Sanford, Florida with a bond of $35,000. While free on bond, Apperson was accused, convicted, and jailed for disorderly conduct, which revoked his bond. Lake Mary Police Department learned that Apperson had exhibited unusual behaviors in which he had recently been admitted to a mental institution. It appears that Apperson had a fixation on Zimmerman and has displayed some signs of paranoia, anxiety, and bipolar disorder. On September 22nd, a judge ruled Apperson would stand trial for second-degree attempted murder with one count of aggravated assault and one count of shooting into an occupied vehicle. Apperson was convicted of attempted murder and aggravated assault with a firearm on September 16, 2016. On October 17th, Apperson was sentenced to 20 years in prison on the charge of attempted second-degree murder. He was also given a 15-year concurrent sentence for aggravated assault stemming from the same incident. So, basically, George Zimmerman can't stay out of trouble or could not stay out of trouble at this point in time. So, <clears throat> this episode called World War Zimmerman is going to make fun of not only George Zimmerman, but it's also going to make fun of the movie World War Z, which I will talk about later how it did in the movie theaters, reception, and all of that. So, let's dive into this week's episode, World War Zimmerman. The episode was written and directed by Trey Parker and originally aired on October 9th, 2013. So, our episode begins in the school hallway where Cartman is trying to be bros with Token. He wanted a fist bump. And Carmen's like, hey, did you know black people invented rock and roll? Which is actually true. And, you know, it's cool. You know, we got a black president. So the boys see this and are like, oh, boy. Something's, something's up with Cartman here. So then in the classroom, as Mr. Garrison is teaching Les Miserables. I mean, you have to see it on the, on the chalkboard. It is Les Miserables. Cartman starts to have nightmares, and he's screaming Brad Pitt. And he goes to Mr. Mackey's office. And Mr. Mackey is questioning what's going on. And it's so funny, because Cartman's like, I'll get better, okay. I'll get better, okay. So that night, Cartman has a dream. We see the dream, and it is... It is the movie World War Z. So, here are his kids, his wife in the kitchen, 
all voiced by Cartman, by the way. And here comes Cartman. He's designed as the main character played by Brad Pitt. And they have the news on, and, you know, they announce that Zimmerman, the verdict is coming out, and then they are in traffic when the radio plays, and they're like, we interrupt this cool song to bring you some breaking news. And that's, you know, where they find out that Zimmerman had been found not guilty. So that's when all the protesters come out, and they're all black. Remember, this is Cartman's dream. How, you know, they're protesting what happened, and they get out of the car, they're trying to escape, and here's Token on the top, on the on the roof of the apartment that they climbed up to, and Token tries to go after Cartman, and that's when Cartman wakes up from his dream. So, the next day at school, Cartman is just exhausted. This nightmare just, like, he is drained. Like, he is just out of it. So, he goes back to Mr. Mackey. And Token comes in to the office. So, Cartman is saying to Token, I was not on the jury. And Token's like, okay. I was not on the jury to let George Zimmerman free. And then what we get is this unbelievable poem that Cartman reads to Token that I'm going to, I have to turn my volume up a little bit because the audio on this video is a little bit lower than usual, but this is a really funny scene and I wanted to play this for you guys. Cartman reading a poem to Token. Okay, I had to I had to play that, and again, if if it doesn't come out uh, in the podcast, I do apologize because this was the only clip that I could find of the poem. So, because of this, you know, Carmen is still afraid of you know what Token might do. So, we have a school assembly. And apparently, Cartman's poem is now an award-winning poem, and he has transformed it into a rap, with Butters doing the background music. So he is dressed up as a white rapper, and he tries to get Token involved in, you know, the rap. 
But Token is so pissed by this point that he just goes off on Cartman. And Cartman is scared for his life. He is running away. And he's like, oh, here we go. Here we go. So he goes back to his home and he grabs the Brad Pitt survival kit. (laughs) The Brad Pitt survival kit. So he basically dresses up as Brad Pitt from World War Z, has a gun, all that. And he's screaming like, everybody get in, everybody get in. And he's got a gun. He's waving the gun in the air. And he sees this driver, this female driver. And he's like, quick, you got to take me to the airport. I don't know what you do. What do you mean? Oh, you got to take me to the airport. And then he notices that she's driving a Tesla. So he's like, ah, crap. So they managed to get to the airport and he's like, it's a, you know, it's an epidemic. It's a pandemic. Everybody get in. Everybody get in. And he sees the three security guards at the airport and they're black and he closes the door. So what Cartman is fearful of is that all the black people are now going to go in rage on everybody across the country and he's in this plane so he's thinking you know this is it this is the end of the world basically well not so much because as we see at the school the kids are playing butters is jump roping token is playing meanwhile we see you know Cartman freak out because there's one black man in the bathroom and he locks him in blocks him in basically and then people are freaking out one guy opens a door and it just lets himself out and the black guy comes out and the black guy gets shot and here comes the airplane it's crashing down into the Rocky Mountains. So everyone in the plane is dead. Except for Cartman and the lady who helped him get to the airport. And for a brief moment, the captain of the plane. But he's about to die. And he's like, you need, you need to help my two little girls. They live in Chicago. You got to help them prevent the outbreak. And Carver's like, all right, I will. I'll make sure that black people don't riot. Wait, what? And then he dies. So Token is in Mr. Mackey's office. And they're talking about this. And Mr. Mackey's like, what you did to the assembly wasn't good, okay? You can't really break out and yell at people in in an assembly, okay? So... Now, this is becoming national news because there is apparently a zombie apocalypse and they need to find patient zero. So they have a picture drawn up of token and it's probably done by Cartman because it's in colors. So that's how they depict token is by the coloring. So... Now, 
they have so Cartman has to kill Token. And he goes to Jimbo's shop, which we haven't been to in forever. And Jimbo reminds Cartman of the stand your ground law, which is not in all states, it's in certain states. And Florida is one of the states that has the stand your ground law. So, actually, I'm, I'm going to read this off real quick. Um, at the time of this recording, the following states have the stand your ground law by statute. So, Florida, Georgia... North Carolina, South Carolina, West Virginia, Pennsylvania, New Hampshire, Ohio, Michigan, Indiana, Kentucky, Tennessee, Alabama, Mississippi, Louisiana, Arkansas, Missouri, Iowa, North Dakota, South Dakota, Nebraska, Oklahoma, Texas, Arizona, Utah, Nevada, Wyoming, Idaho, Montana, and Alaska. And then... Some of the other states, which include Oregon, Washington, California, New Mexico, Colorado, Illinois, and Virginia, and New, or Vermont, they are by judicial decision or jury instruction. So there's a, there's a big difference there. So now Cartman realizes that, well... I've got to go to Florida to kill this guy, to kill, you know, Token. But then he remembers, well, wait a minute. George Zimmerman is in Florida. He, too, is patient zero. So, as he's flying, he's in the plane, you know, he gets on a flight, and the flight is supposed to go to the Baltimore. And Carmen's like, there may not be a Baltimore if we don't turn the plane to go to Florida. So they end up crashing into the Florida Everglades where everybody dies. Again. Except for Cartman and the lady. So they make it to Florida. It is nighttime. And they put on the black hoodies. And there, there's... A significance to this because that is what Trayvon Martin wore the night that he was shot and killed was a black hoodie so they are standing and they are you know about to get ready to go on and you know go after George Zimmerman but the lady is standing on the street and she's thanking or she's about to thank Cartman for what he's done to help her. And she gets run over by a moving truck. Just splat. <laughs> done for. So now it's up to Cartman. So now we have pretty much the exact same scene that we had earlier with Cartman when he was Brad Pitt, except it's George Zimmerman's family. The exact same thing. Wife, 
two kids, happy life, and then CNN, the news, talking about how there is a zombie apocalypse and how Token is patient zero. When all of a sudden, here is a, the doorbell rings, and it's people from the U.S. government. And they ask George Zimmerman to help out kill Patient Zero, which is Token. And Zimmerman's like, my days of doing that are done. I've moved on with my life. So, as this is happening, in the background, you see Cartman. He's making his way. He's slowly walking. And then all of a sudden, Zimmerman sees Cartman and shoots him. Cartman gets shot. So the wife and kids come and, you know, they're all huddled and they're checking to make sure that everything is okay. And they're like, yeah, it's okay. Meanwhile, one of the U.S. officials goes to check on Cartman and realizes that Cartman had black on his face. He was wearing blackface. So Zimmerman shot a white kid. They go to trial. Zimmerman's found guilty. And he's electrocuted. Yep, that's how it happened, folks, in this episode. Cartman in blackface, which I do not agree, I do not support. But, you know, it's... Matt and Trey and George Zimmerman gets electrocuted because he killed a white kid and now it's like well it's over the zombie apocalypse is done it never happened you know it's like basically it's over and everyone else the kids they're kind of disappointed about it they're disappointed that this happened but Token is basically just done with it so he leaves the house that he's at he goes to the street, and he sees Cartman on the street. Cartman is standing on the street. And Token is still pissed off with Cartman, as he should. So Cartman takes a can of red spray paint, sprays a circle around him, and... All Cartman wants is a fist bump. Just wants a fist bump. You know, wants to be cool. Wants to be, you know, done with. Token's about to do it. And then Cartman shoots him. Cartman shoots Token. And, and here's the thing. Cartman is in the circle... Token is out of the circle. So, Cartman is like, uh, uh, you, you see, you saw that. You saw that. I was standing my ground. I, I was standing my ground. And he pulls Token into the circle. He's like, I'm standing my ground. And then, we see the scene, which I guess is the end of the movie, because honestly, folks, I've never seen World War Z. Cartman is on the boat. There's his wife. There are his kids. And it's like, it's over. We're going to have a new life. 
And then we see that Cartman has woken up from a nightmare. And Kyle's like, so you had a nightmare about the ending of World War Z? Yeah. You know you got away with murder. No, I was defending myself. You shot Token. You got away with murder. So then, Cartman is called into Mr. Mackey's office. So I'm thinking to myself, okay, Cartman shooting Token, I thought was the end of the episode. I really did. I have not seen this episode in 10 years. I thought to myself, that's the that has to be the end of the episode. But no, there's still more. So, Carmen goes into Mr. Mackey's office. Here's Token, who is somehow alive. And we're going to get to that in a couple of minutes. He's all bandaged up. Mr. Mackey has one of the most ridiculous but funniest lines I think I've ever heard on this show. He's like, Okay, guys, if you two don't, Apologize to each other right now. I'm going to have to give you both attention, okay? And Token flips out. He's like, detention? He nearly killed me! He nearly killed me! And then he goes into the whole stand your ground law and how it's a bunch of bullshit. And Carmen's like, oh, here we go! Here we go again! And then Carmen is in another plane and the plane flies into the ground, or I assume flies into the ground. And that is the end of World War Zimmerman. Whew. What a wild one. Um, let's talk about World War Z, the movie fun of. So, like I said, this movie stars Brad Pitt. This is a big Brad Pitt movie. Um, he actually produces the movie as well. So the movie also stars Morelli Enos, James Badge Dale, and Matthew Fox. The movie came out on June 21st, 2013. Had a budget between 190 and 269 million dollars. It made over 540 million dollars at the box office. So, it was a pretty successful movie as far as people going to see the movie on Rotten Tomatoes this movie currently has a 66% approval rating with an average rating of 6.2 out of 10 with the consensus from the critics being excuse me it's uneven and diverges from the source book but World War Z still brings smart fast-moving thrills, and a solid performance from Brad Pitt to the zombie genre. Richard Roper of the Chicago Sun-Times gave the movie a three and a half out of four, saying it's entertaining as hell and provides nearly non-stop action. Peter Travers of Rolling Stone gave it three out of four, saying that the suspense is killer. Henry Barnes of The Guardian considered the film an attempt at large-scale seriousness in the zombie genre that resulted in a punchy, if conventional, action thriller. 
In a couple of negative reviews, Joe Newmeyer of the New York Daily News said that World War Z is no summer thriller. It's an anemic actioneer, actioner that fosters excitement like dead limbs as it lumbers toward a conclusion. Robbie Collin of the Daily Telegraph thought the film had been affected by its troubled development, observing that the final product has an elaborate uselessness about it, and the film has no heart to be found amid the guts. Alonzo Duraldi of The Rap said, For all its effectiveness at portraying the horror of possible human extinction, the film's actual humans are so soulless that this could just as well be the movie version of the video game Plants vs. Zombies. Plants vs. Zombies is awesome. That first one is awesome. While this movie did not get nominated for the major awards, like the Golden Globes, the Academy Awards. It was nominated for other awards, such as the Teen Choice Awards. Yeah, I know how thrilling that is. The Satellite Awards. But it did win one award. It won the Best Thriller Film at the 40th Saturn Awards. So it did manage to win an award. There was reports of a sequel to be made. This is according to a report from the Los Angeles Times in January 2012 that Mark Foster and Paramount Pictures both viewed World War Z as a trilogy that would have that would have the grounded gun mental realism of say the Jason Bourne series tethered to the unsettling end times vibe of The Walking Dead. Plans for future installments were shelved for a time due to the film's production troubles, but in in June 2013, after the successful opening of the film, Paramount announced it was moving ahead with a sequel. In December, it was reported that J.A. Bayona had been chosen to direct the film, and in May 2014, Stephen Knight was set to write the script. In May 2015, it was announced the sequel would be released on June 9th, 2017, but in January 2016, Paramount announced director Bayona had left the project due to other commitments. Variety reported in August 2016 that the sequel was not yet in production, but David Fincher had entered negotiations to be the director, and in April 2017, it was reported Fincher was close to a deal to sign on. On February 8th, 2017, Paramount announced the sequel had still not started filming and would not be released until 2018 or even 2019. Fincher was confirmed by Paramount as the director of the sequel in June 2017, with Brad Pitt again to play the lead role. Filming was slated to start in the fall of 2018, though this later changed due to Fincher's involvement in the TV series Mindhunter. In October 2018, producer D.D. Garner confirmed the sequel would begin filming in June 2019, and there were several months of pre-production and staffing for principal photography in five countries. But in February 2019, the film was canceled. A source quoted by The Hollywood Reporter said the Chinese government's ban on films featuring zombies or ghosts was the single biggest reason that Paramount canceled the sequel. Okay. We're many seasons away from dealing with China. Really, the reason this movie got canceled, the sequel got canceled, was because of the Chinese government's ban 
on films with zombies or ghosts. Folks, if you don't smell bullshit a mile close, oh man, it's stupid. Anyway, as far as the episode goes, this is a very good episode. Um, I always thought George Zimmerman was guilty. I, I, I really did. I always thought he was guilty. This is kind of a good way of being like, ah, this is what would have happened if George Zimmerman had been found guilty. Uh, this is another in the Cartman is very ridiculous, but it can be funny episodes here. I thought, like I said, when Token got shot, I thought that was the end of the episode. I really did. But then they add on the extra ending, which I'm okay with. I'm gonna... You know what? I'm gonna give this a 9. I'm gonna give this a 9. This, of the three that I've reviewed so far in this season, I think has been the best. Of course, there's seven more episodes to go. But I thought this was a real good episode. I, I, I really enjoyed this episode. So, uh, where did the episode idea come from? Originally, this was going to be the first episode of the season. At the writer's retreat, uh, the members of the show talked about stuff that had happened while they were on hiatus and how they could make a show about it. This episode was going to begin with Token waking up from a nine-month coma, which is the number of months South Park was on hiatus. The boys were going to rush in and tell him everything that had happened while he was asleep. Cartman was scared that Token would freak out when he heard about the Zimmerman verdict. So Cartman's racial paranoia launched the idea, and then there was the happy coincidence... That Zimmerman starts with the letter Z. So basically, this was going to be, this was going to be the first episode of the season. But I guess they decided to move it back just a little bit. Now, I had said a few minutes ago, you know, thinking, well, maybe Token got killed off. Commenting on how the writers were pleased with the episode, Parker said, Trey Parker, said that the season's third episode is usually when the writers have shaken off the rust. Token being shot towards the end of the episode was originally going to be expanded into a permanent death because the Simpsons had done a similar story, but it was quickly decided against because Parker and Stone love having Token around. So this episode almost became the death of Token, but because Token is such a liked character by both Trey Parker and Matt Stone, we get to keep him. All right, uh, let's get to receptions. In its original airing in the United States, this episode was watched by 2.056 million households. That is according to Nielsen Media Research. The episode received a 1.2 rating over a 5 share among adults aged between 18 and 49. Marcus Gilmer of the AV Club gave the episode an A-, saying, Some of those moments were brutal, but it in a meaningful, impactful, and yes, even funny way. That's what satire does when it works. It scorches. Max Nicholson of IGN graded the episode an 8.7 out of 10, and opined that, 
I always know it's a great episode of South Park when I have to walk on eggshells just to review it. He praised the great social commentary and concluded that the episode was a return to form for South Park. Chris Longo of Den of Geek gave the episode four and a half stars out of five. He described it as featuring classic Cartman and concluded by saying, When South Park took an extended hiatus, we dreamed it would pay off in well-thought-out, precisely executed performances like these. Bravo, Matt and Trey. And Josh Kirp of Uprox described being left speechless and compared Cartman's behavior in the episode to his acts in the fifth season episode, Scott Tennerman Must Die, which you can check that review out in the archives. Now to IMDb and see what they thought of this week's episode. Over 2,400 people have given this a rating, and the average rating on IMDb is a 7.7 out of 10. 622 people gave it an 8. 465 people gave it a 10. 396 people gave it a 9. That's the score I'm giving this episode. And 91 people gave it a 1. The average rating for males is a 7.7, with its highest demographic being in the 18 to 29 category, with an average rating of a 7.9. The average rating for females is a 7.4, with its average rating being a, or highest uh, rating being a 7.8, also in the 18 to 29 category. So now we are going to go check out what the user reviews thought of this episode. And sadly, again, there are not that many reviews. So the first review is from r-rontotap, who wrote, I must confess that, as a foreigner, I was not aware of the Trayvon Martin ruling and the Stand Your Ground laws. This classic episode of South Park brought me right up to speed on those controversial issues, swiftly and roughly. I'm against the ruling and the law, by the way. This was a great opportunity for Cartman to wreak havoc on the world again. And the end scene just blew me away. Keep them coming, Trey and Matt. You're making a difference in the world. I'm required to write a few more lines by IMDb. Let's do a poem. The time has come, the walrus said, to talk of many things. Of shoes and ships and sealing wax. Of cabbages and kings. Uh, I'm waiting for the rhyme. Our other review is from CSD Fred, who wrote... One of the best Cartman-centric episodes. Trey and Matt yet again perfectly weave two topical events into each other with the perfect amount of, of, of offense, mockery, and hilarity. I mean, watching it, it was really well done. I thought this was really one of the best... Right now, this is their best episode of the season, but of course, we've got a, we got a bit of a ways to go. Not that... Many, but still, we do have a bit of a ways to go. You guys can follow the show on Twitter at SharksPond97, and you can join our Facebook group, Sharks Pond, a South Park podcast, where you can join other fans to discuss past, present, and when they come up, future episodes. Next time around, we've got another Halloween episode! Woo! But... It's not with our guys. 
No, no, no. It's with the goth kids. Because next time around, I'll be reviewing Goth Kids 3, Dawn of the Posers. That is the next episode right here on Shark's Pond, a South Park podcast. I'm Bill. Thank you all for listening to this episode. And I'll talk to you all next time.